My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. Snack mix in the ranch variety today. Hey, that's great. We had a, a nice uh, commercial that we ran for that. Well, I'll, I'll put it in this episode too. Right? It's just a great commercial. We'll just keep using it. You know what else? What was the title of last week's episode? Do you remember? No. <laughs> Long time host, first time listener. How about you, Dom? What was the title of last week's episode? The title of last week's episode. I'm not stalling for time while I pull up uh, a way to find that out. I can't, I, even, I, can't, I can't even cheat. Oh. I can't even cheat because all my technology is dead. Is it public domainiverse? It was public domainiverse. Oh, yeah. Did you get that, I, by the way? We have publicdomainiverse.com is officially okay. ours. Okay. There's nothing there yet, but we can do that. Um, but this week the in the news, like right after uh, last week's episode... It said that Disney could soon lose exclusive rights to Mickey Mouse because he's going to go into public domain. Like, however, whatever the number of years that it takes for something to go into public domain, Mickey Mouse is gonna, is getting to that can't, time. Can't Disney just say no? I, I, I don't think that you can. I think that intellectual property at some point goes into the public domain. Wow. So if you're a public domain attorney and you would like to discuss with us or maybe put an article on publicdomainiverse.com, uh, why don't you give us a call on the GVM line? 201-730-2547. So remember, Public Domainiverse is where you can take all of your public domain uh, intellectual property and just do mashups that all you want. Last week we talked about the Winnie the Pooh and Conan the Barbarian. That's going to be the logo. <laughs> we got somebody to draw that. If you can draw that, you can email a copy of your artwork to... GeekStuffTNG at gmail.com. Wow. That was a good that was a good use there. Good read. I'm still I'm still shocked that Mickey Mouse could ever become public domain. I feel like somehow Disney could just buy public domain. Right. Right. Uh, it, so it says here you know in, how that in, works for Disney to just throw money at it. 
right yeah, so like it would be like disney presents public domain <laughs> <laughs> they just own public domain and they'll uh yeah they'll, they'll tell come. you when it's public domain <laughs> so it says here the beloved character was created in 1928 and will enter the public domain in 2024 i think it's 95 years yep that, that you get and then things just go into the public domain sweet so I wonder how this how did that affect Disney? <laughs> Can they put out like a cease and desist if you do like a fucked up Mickey Mouse after that point? So it says here again. This is from the article. You can use Mickey Mouse character as it was originally created for your own Mickey Mouse stories or stories with this character. But if you do so in a way that people will also think of Disney, which is kind of likely because they've been investing in the character for so long, then in theory. Disney could say you violated the trademark, so it's different than the copyright, right? Okay. So the trademark of Mickey Mouse is a trademark, and you can't violate. I don't think that ever goes away as long as you. But you have to maintain a trademark, right? If you, if you let a trademark go dormant for so so long, it it's no you lose the the trademark value. Let's hope, let's hope like Disney that. doesn't let that trademark go dormant. I mean, right? How long <laughs> would they have to go without like using Mickey? As their trademark, but again, I just thought it was interesting that uh, right after we had that uh, discussion of Conan being in the public domain, there was an article about Mickey Mouse going into the public domain too. I mean, you're right though. How can you do something with Mickey that isn't associated with "quote unquote" Disney? But I mean, you're you know, if clever. You, but if you did something with Steamboat Willie and drew him however you wanted to drew him, they they really. I, I mean, you know, if it's they would the, go the after first it under obvious route is it's going to be something horror. <laughs> because everyone loves the idea of like I've already seen the poster for the Winnie the Pooh like horror movie where he's a serial killer. So I mean, there'll just be a movie called like Mickey or the Mouse. Rated R, the Mouse. Yeah, <laughs> the Mouse is in your house. The House of Mouse. Yeah, but I mean, again, is there anyone more litigious than the House of Mouse when it comes to stuff like that? Nope. So. uh so try to try to use the public domain Mickey Mouse at your own peril. Um, let's see. Well, so before we before we keep going, uh, let's let's get the uh, the social medias out of the way. We already got the uh, the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven out of the way. Uh, so we also we also have the Kenobi. Hello there. Boy, you almost got me on that one. I didn't even have my. I had to hit the button from memory. I wasn't sure which button it was, and I was really nervous about that. Um, the rock could just start going off. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think. Oh, thank goodness! And then, oh, we also have this one—the new one for um, the new crickets. Yeah, hold on, let me find the new crickets. I believe that did get the thumbs up from Vicious Smith over on the Discord server. So speaking of that, right, if you are supporting the show over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash geekstufftng, for just a dollar a month, you get access to the show's Discord server. I think I had uh, actually a long-time uh, Patreon supporter say, hey, you know, I haven't uh, gotten over there on the Discord, so uh, made sure that he was able to connect over there, so we'll maybe get a little more conversation going on over there. Remember, you have to add, mention Kev if you want him to respond. Um, for $3 a month, you get the early bird special, right? Whenever we're done uh, recording, 
and I am done doing the editing that I do. I put the show up on the Patreon for the early birds. That's $3 a month, $5 a month. It's the bonus round where you get not only the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, I think we're somewhere in the uh, early 80s right now, but you also get a bonus show every weekend, The Sandwich Shop. What was the most recent sandwich shop about? Uh, from Russia with Love. Ah. Are you going Which through... I- you're going through the I am going bond? through the Bond films. Uh, up next, if you're following along, is Goldmember, which for some reason, or no, Goldfinger. Goldmember? Goldfinger. Goldfinger. I Gold know Goldmember. Gold not a Bond film. Not a Bond film, I swear. Uh, <laughs> Goldfinger. Right? Goldfinger? Gold, <laughs> now I'm confusing myself because I'm forgetting which ones. Hey, hey, Both can we use, sound they could be Bond and Osa? Can we, and, use, uh, uh, can we use Shirley Bassey's hit Goldfinger for the music for the show this week? Sure. We can Goldfinger! <laughs> He's a man, a man with the Midas touch. So some, someone told me that apparently that was the movie that really like made a hit for uh, James Bond. I don't, you know, I can't say one way or the other, obviously, because that movie might have Are came you watching out in them like... in release order? Yes. Okay. So apparently there's also one that was made by... There was a movie before Sean Connery, apparently, with some other guy. Yeah, George Lazenby, Her Majesty's Secret no. Service. Is no, that that's wasn't before. He wasn't before Sean Connery. Connery's the first one. Are you sure? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm. I checked. Okay. Sandwich is correct. Because Dr. No came out in 1962, and that's the first Bond film. I, that's the oldest Bond film I could find, I think. Yeah, Doctor No is the first one. Wasn't Lazy was Lazenby the guy in between, like when Connery took a break and then came back? Yeah, he didn't take a break. He quit, and then well, you, they, they it, brought him back. I say he took a break. One look at Lazenby, back. and you're like, yeah, yeah we got to have him back. <laughs> He's the shortest termed uh, Bond actor. Only one film. Yeah, and he became a hippie after that. Some shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, so yeah, so that's okay. What's going so, on in the sandwich so shop check right out now. the sandwich shops for the. You're gonna go through all the Bond films, uh, and then again, every on the first or the fifteenth, we put up vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek stuff. And then, hey, for ten bucks a month, you can watch us do this show live and direct on the Instagram lives as we as we record our way through the geeky news and all the goodness. Very exciting yeah. stuff over here. What is it, Kev? You look, you look, you're looking off in the distance, like you're, you're remembering something. I got important. like, I got like, I got four more pages to go before I get to Vader. Are you literally playing Fortnite while we're recording? No, I'm not playing it. Kev, get off the game. I don't have a problem. <laughs> I'm, you're I'm, a professional. I'm looking at my I'm new literally skin. a child, and you're the adult. Professional I'm looking at my new skin. Sir, oh, it's eating, like eating palm crisps, playing Fortnite, setting up his Fortnite character while he's recording. That's the talent. He's the talent. That's the talent. That's what sir. talent does. Oh boy, this is this is oh, feeling. Oh, now I feeling, get it. It's the emergency raft. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah, this is starting to feel hey. like a uh, Kevin Smith and uh, what's his name, Bruce Willis Jason situation. Hughes? No, a Kevin Smith Bruce Willis situation. Kevin Smith's oh. trying to create some art, and the talent won't cooperate. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as he's eating, I'm his cooperating into the for the microphone. record. Okay. Let's do this. Geek stuff. What's in the news? Um. 
Anybody want to go buy a timeshare down in Cayman Islands from Army Hammer? You guys heard that uh, rumor? No, because I'm sure the cleaning fee would be weird. <laughs> right, that's the only reason not to buy uh, a timeshare from Army Hammer. Right, because they got to clean the cannibal uh, blood spatter out of the out of yeah. it, right? <laughs> Where did Army Hammer go so far off the rails? I mean, was it was it the Lone Ranger movie? That was it, right? That was hundred percent. He should have never taken that movie. Is there is there a Lone Ranger curse or something, or what what happened, or was it just that the movie wasn't that good? There is now. <laughs> Look at Army Hammer and that poor Johnny Depp. They were both. Yeah, that's true. They were both in it. That's right. He played Tonto. Some cultural appropriation there, but uh, yeah. No, yeah. isn't he like one billionth Cherokee or something? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I certainly remember it being uh, brought up as an issue back then. But yeah, so I mean, Army Hammer is apparently like cut off from his family, and maybe that's why he's been uh, selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands. I don't know if that's true or if that was a rumor, but. Uh, Looks like uh, RDJ has been supporting him. He like he is backing up his friend to Army Hammer. So uh, I don't know. A lot of weird weird Army Hammer news. Has Army Hammer done anything relevant in the past couple of years? Have no. they done things? I mean, I, really, the last thing I remember him doing was um, was that Lone Ranger movie. Yeah. When the hell did that come out? I feel like he did something after that, but I don't remember what. That nobody cares about? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Just sounds silly. I mean, well, it, it is technically, he's the son of Armand Hammer, right? Of the Armand Hammer, like, company that makes baking soda and whatever other household supplies. Is that uh, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not misremembering that, am I? Mm. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the family. That's where it comes from. I mean, I remember, I remember when I first went to something that was with, uh, it was like a, a museum that was sponsored by Armand Hammer. And I'm like, you mean like Armand Hammer? Like, like the brand? Like soap? Yeah. So that's a company. News to me. You guys don't know any of that? It's like a, it's I know like Armin Hammer I is the stuff probably. I think Sandwich and I are probably too young for all of that. Right, because it probably got bought by Procter and Gamble at some point, and nobody knows. But Procter and Gamble? You don't know who Procter and Gamble are? No, who? he doesn't. <laughs> One of the biggest like multi corporations around. Oh, like P and G, Procter and Gamble. I don't know what does Procter and Gamble make anyway. Army Hammer is the grand is the great grandson of Armand Hammer. Armand Douglas Ar Hammer. Armand and Hammer. Armand Hammer. Yeah. Now you get it. He's with you now. Oh boy. Let's see. I just opened a fourth dimension of this cube. Arm and Hammer, of course. How could I have not known? It was right there in front of me. All the while. Oh. All right, well, let's just leave Army Hammer. I don't think we need to get into any more details. Nobody really cares about him. Um, Unfortunately. I feel bad, you know, that this guy apparently is going through some shit. 
Although apparently he likes to eat people. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, that was the thing is he's got cannibal, cannibal fantasies. Well, I mean, like, like, is he just really hungry? Like, does, is he like a vegan now? Is it like I haven't had a steak in a minute? He'd wow, take... your arm looks delicious right now. Like I don't, one of those cartoons. I don't remember how that whole thing got started. That whole uh, he was he was discussing like it's text messages where he's discussing like non consensual sexual acts, including cannibalism, that got let out into the world. Oh, so <laughs> is yeah. it like you look yummy, or I would season you with some fava beans? No, I think it was like, yeah, I think it was it was closer to Hannibal Lecter than, uh, yeah, I want to like I want to nibble on parts of you. So yeah, it was it was disturbing at the time, and then that's when he really fell off. Like he had been kind of in relative obscurity. Then this comes out, and then like then he disappears, and then now the newest thing is that he's been on a in the Cayman selling timeshares. So I don't know. That's the that's the Army Hammer news. Um, Your salesman today will be Army Hammer. You remember him from such films as The Lone Ranger and uh, the what you call it movie. You can either watch our two and a half hour spiel on a timeshare or the Lone Ranger movie. I'd rather watch yeah. the, oh, the, the timeshare. I don't know. Spiel. That's a tough choice. Oh. That would be a really tough choice. Oh boy! All right, let's let's move on over to WWE news. Ooh. Sandwich, catch us up on WWE. Unless is is the bad mother Knucker on the line? Do we have the bad no, mother Knucker? No. All right, no. then I guess sandwich. No, we we couldn't yeah. tag him in, so that's why 20, I'm tagged him. Twenty right years now. ago, called they want their character <laughs> back. So uh, for those of you who are not in the WWE loop, uh, Vince McMahon semi recently stepped down as a CEO amid uh, sexual misconduct allegations. Is it is stepping it back? Yes. Was it Stephanie? Uh, no. Uh, Stephanie's CEO now. She's, now, I, I, I meant was she the one? She was she the one complaining? Oh no! But like, it, it, at first he stepped down, and like they didn't, you didn't know that the reason, right? It was like, yeah. oh, is this a bit? Yeah. Is this part of the part yeah, of the show? Is this, this is a work? Is he going to come back at WrestleMania and like challenge? Yeah, no, no. Uh, it's because four women uh, have come out about him paying up to, apparently, at this point, just to these four women, $12 million in hush money. Wow. So I mean, is that well, a lot of money for it, Vince? So. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a lot of money for Vince, right? I mean, WWE makes bank. Oh, yeah. What's funny is, so Stephanie, who's currently acting CEO, had, like, said the month before this all came out, like, hey, I'm going to step away. I'm going to be with my family. I'm stepping away from the business. And then this all came out, and she got, like, pushed back up front. I try to get out. Like immediately. But they keep pulling me back in. That's what Stephanie yes. said. That's probably Basically. really accurate. Yeah, you're not probably wrong. So, I mean, for WWE, hearing sexual misconduct coming out of a place that's, you know, so forward and always has been and has been so respectful to women, you know, it's shocking to think about it. <laughs> the divas reached yep. a comment in their yeah, skimpy outfits yeah. said, yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> There was a. I was reading a story actually because it's related. Uh, Ric Flair, the 95 year old uh, ex wrestler, currently. He's not the, 95. I know, he's 73. He looks 95. He looks 95. That's, That's all the drugs right and the drinking. Um, there's also uh, uh, allegations of sexual misconduct in his facts, but he said, I did not touch anyone. I was just doing a move. He coined the helicopter. And I'm telling you, that's a direct quote 
I'm not making that up. He's like, I, I was just doing the helicopter. I didn't do it. I didn't touch him. You know, the helicopter. Wink, wink. So, you know, lots of fun things happening over at WWE. The helicopter, um, the pile driver, the Cleveland yes. steamer. These are all very oh. famous wrestling moves. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, and related to television for WWE, they're also moving forward, rumored, uh, to TV 14 soon. First time that's happened in almost 15 years. So that'll be interesting. So, I mean, they can involve some of those moves that Mr. West Coast Scott just mentioned in like some of the their, helicopter, uh, the helicopter, like the, the Cleveland the steamer Cleveland and the steamer. pile yeah. and the pile driver in their uh, match just now. They, they went, they went to the TV, like was it TVYA or whatever a, a while ago and now they're coming back. Is yeah. That- yeah. They last time they were 14 TV 14 or PG 14 was like 2008. So, I mean, damn near 15 years ago at this point. Right. I mean, there, there have been generation, a whole generation of kids growing up on this PG WWE bullshit. And now we're going to swear and show some some breastuses, some ass. We're gonna, we, we might like steal something, knock over a grandma. We're going back to our roots. That's right. Do, do you think that's going to make it better? That's right. Oh, yeah. Maybe, uh... It doesn't matter what you think. I love it. That's the most. That's the, the the best usage of that. Exactly. It doesn't. It is. It's so. It's so. So appropriate. Well, so, I, yeah, I, we'll see how WWE uh, TV it, shifts in the going future. It's funny. Yeah. I, you know, I was at uh, when I was at Hellmouth Con a, a month or so ago, right after Kev left, and it was at the LAX Marriott, and going on at the same time. So you've got basically a kind of a a Buffy. The Vampire Slayer convention going on on one floor, and then downstairs it was a uh, WWE or a wrestling convention. I don't know if it was specifically WWE, but it was a wrestling convention on a, a different floor. So that's the thing now too with wrestling is that there's so many different just promotions nowadays. I mean, listen, if if I had a, a, a budding youth in my family who wanted to be a wrestler, I'd say, listen, there's these like five other ones you could do because WWE. Um, does not have the brightest lights all the time. It, it kind of WWE kind of consolidated and owned the whole thing for a little while, pretty much. Like, oh right? yeah, I mean, oh, it, yeah. it started out as a bunch of different ones. The, it the became entire... WWF, WWE, and now it's fracturing yeah. back out into the world again. Is that right? Yeah. So like, WWE basically owned all of Western civilization wrestling. You know, anything anywhere on this side of the world, you were going to WWE to wrestle, really, or you're going to do like luchador stuff. Which is cool. I'm pro luchadors, um, but, but then, now there's like there's Japan. There's so many different uh, like uh, what's the word for it? Like just promotion. like promotions. Yes, and just the U.S. now there's AEW. There's Ring of Honor. There's all this other stuff. Like it's said, also Japan is huge. It's like Ring of Honor. Isn't that like basement wrestling? Um, like it, the basement. It, Basement wrestling federation. I wouldn't say basement. I'd say like they're closer to your like fighting at the bingo hall. Than yeah, exactly. They now, still have some kind of recognition, but it's you know definitely smaller scale. And, and I think part of that you is guys, just the backlash. You know, oh, go ahead, Scott. Scott may remember this. Do you do you remember Scott when you were in high school that they did wrestling like in the gym, like WWE wrestling, like in the gym. Like they would come and set a ring up in the gym and do the wrestling. 
I mean, I've never, like, seen the live shows like that. I only know of that, like, from the movie The Wrestler, like the kind of very low-rent, uh, not majorly promoted kind of professional wrestling. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I never, I mean, I, I followed WWF a little bit when I was, you know, in the early 80s. Um, as we all did. As, as everyone did. But um, but I think that it the, the this fracturing is also part of, it's the the backlash from WWE just, like, owning every aspect of a, of the yes. talent's name and you know like so then when people get really big like the rock like uh you know john cena they have to like renegotiate to get their names and stuff with vince right i mean that's essentially people don't want to be completely owned like that and that's yeah. why they're going elsewhere intellectual properties are definitely like wwe owns your name owns the move or you can't own the move but it's like the name of the move like your whole like everything you are essentially they own it and it's horrible yeah, and then the second they're done with you, they delete you from everything they have <laughs> in their services. There was a, a a women's champion who was she left because the like the way they were telling the story for her, she didn't like it all, and she expressed that, and they're like, "Well, tough, tough." So she left, and they literally like went through all their YouTube videos with her involved, and like edited them. If they couldn't edit them, they deleted them. Like, they just completely wiped, they scorched earth the entire, Man, any the, idea that she ever even was on the promotion. WWE is like a bad ex-girlfriend that, like, cuts your face out of all the pictures after you break up. Yes, yes, yeah. She well, I mean, they also, they also do that, you know, if you kill your family, so. Or or if you use the N-word, they, they, they do the same thing, right? Yeah. I don't know about that, but. Actually, you're, you're like, Hulk is coming back actually they're letting him back in right he, his grace period is over and they're kind of hey every now and again they're easing like... they're easing up on on the Hulk Hogan but yeah what was the guy that uh Chris Benoit Chris Benoit that literally was on that that was discussed on the vintage episodes of geek stuff in like the i mean recently in like the the 70s like the num- number 70 what that it was so. new that, that, that just had happened? just happened yeah yeah uh, oh, wow. so if you want to hear uh that horrible tragedy being discussed i believe the bad mother knucker was in studio for that one um check out he the was a huge episodes. fan he was a huge fan of that guy yeah, yeah chris benoit was fucked up that, that's steroid studio that's what they do yeah. and jumping on your head steroids, for years steroids and jesus that's what screwed up chris benoit speaking of steroids here's a good segue uh Christian Bale said that there was no point in working out because he was never going to match uh, Chris Hemsworth's physique, so he didn't even bother for uh, his Thor performance. Did you guys see it? I not did yet. not get to see it. I had it on the agenda, and then we all got sick, so colds. So, uh, yeah. What is with your family? I mean, you take the kids out, you get like two good fun days, and then they get sick on the second one, and then you got to wait a week. To go do anything again. So you know so, what I just realized. It's like a video game. It's a recharge meter. Yeah. You know what I just realized, Scott? Hmm. I stayed at your house for like a week. I never saw the second floor. I know. I said that you never even bothered. You said that you felt like the second floor was for family, and that's like a Ooh. private space. But I mean, I yeah, I wanted to at least show you like the uh, the Batman loft, but you ever, never even went up to see it. It's true. Yeah. I blame myself. You'll, you'll have to look when you come back for Christmas. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I didn't get to see Thor. It, it dropped off a little bit, but it's still the number one at the box office. Um, mm-hmm. And then what a movie called Where the Crawdads Are brought in like 17 million. 
And then there was some other raw dads. Oh yeah. I saw something about that. Yeah. And then the other kids movie, like some did not even come close. It it couldn't draw anything away from Gru. Gru is still, you know? Oh yeah. The minions are just, yeah. The minions have so much draw and appeal. So the kids love the minions. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, so Kev saw this. Did Bale even have like a shirt off in the movie? Do you need to worry about being like jacked all hell? Or um, was he pretty not much like, really? I actually yeah. thought his character was better off the way that it was. Yeah, I mean, we don't need like a brawlic ass gore. <laughs> I think they just, just did that because. Kev, are you still on Fortnite? No. Then why are you looking away? Because I'm reading. I have many screens. Sure, you're reading your, how to get the next skin. I don't. There's no. There's a bunch of DC skins up. Actually. Oh. Um, <laughs> Joker who laughs is one. That's the one with the with the, of... with the face that's like like the the whole face is a mask. Yeah. Is that one? Is that that one? Which Joker? That's, is that? um, that's like bad well, BDSM. You can't see his eyes. You can't see his eyes. Oh, it's okay. a bad BDSM Joker. Okay. Yeah. What's the one with, who's just who's, whose face is like a has been cut off and put back on like a mask? That's just a that's Joker. That's just Joker. Okay. That's just something that happened to Joker. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, Whatever that storyline was, I don't remember. We should call this episode Kev Plays Fortnite. Kev Plays Fortnite. Why? I'm not playing Fortnite. I can hear the controller, Kevin. <laughs> you don't hear anything. <laughs> uh, so I did. We oh, were I, see... You know I'd be slamming these buttons, sir. If I was playing Fortnite, you'd know. <laughs> so I know I was supposed to get out to see Thor last week. Um, we went Fired. We... We did get to see uh, Jurassic World. Was it Dominion? Oh, I see. So you went Dominion? to that one. Well, we thought we were going to go two different nights. And so the night that we had a little bit more time, we saw the longer movie, which was Jurassic World, because Thor was a little bit shorter. We were going to go see that on Wednesday. But by the time Wednesday came around, we were all sick. So um, has, have either of you seen the last Jurassic World movie? Uh, no. I haven't heard anything, though, so I have no opinion. It is not good. Oh, that's what, that was the opinion that's being shared. I mean, again, many. it's so we, we talk about this a lot, like fan service and a good movie, and it's tough to do both, right? You know, yep. it, and when you pull it off, it, it works. But when you don't pull it off, then it's just like, okay, yeah, I see the fan service that was fun, but then the rest of the movie was garbage, and <laughs> and this movie was garbage. I mean, there were even like. I know somebody said something about like rewatching Jurassic Park recently and how the the CGI doesn't really hold up. Like when you saw Jurassic Park when it was new, it was like, oh wow, that actually looks like a dinosaur. Now you look at it and go, oh, that's not that great. The opening scenes oh, with dinosaurs yeah. kind of running through the snow, and it's like it was clearly CGI. It looked bad. And then uh, you know uh, Chris Pratt's riding a horse, and it just kind of looks like he's sitting there just bouncing up and down on a chair. It doesn't look it doesn't look at all like he's actually in the environment. So I just I really got pulled out of it the 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 effects a couple of times early on in the movie. I don't get what people say like oh the effects from this movie from the nineties look bad. Yes, because <laughs> it's thirty years ago. <laughs> Guys, spoiler alert: Tron looks like a PS two video How game dare nowadays. You? <laughs> How dare you? Do you know that um, they filmed that in black and white and then went in and hand-colored every cell? Yeah. You take no. that back. They put what? a lot of work into that yeah. movie. Wait, what? Yeah. I can't tell if you're fucking with me. No, they seriously nope. 
hand drew the color. Those colors what? that you see are hand drawn on the cells. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's fucking awesome. That's true, right, Kev? I'm not making that up, right? No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, they put a lot of work into that You know the point. Movie. And the music is beautiful. I didn't that's say anything about the music. True. Also. I watched Dr. No from James, a 60-year-old film. You can tell when they're sitting in the car, they're rolling a screen behind them because <laughs> they're really not in a car. There's a guy like with a with a manual thing just rolling tell- it so it doesn't make any noise. Oh, yeah. There's a guy behind fucking breaking a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost like on the old Star Trek episodes when, oh, the ship got hit from the left. Everybody leaned to the right. And then, you know, everybody's just moving at their own speeds. But anyway. I am... Um, I mean, see, that's the whole thing now where it's like, I feel like it's hard. It's really hard for any like media like that with computer graphics like that to really stand up to time, I guess. I mean, it's, it's going to look, you know, as good as it did then. But it's, it's going to, you know, you're going to see the age, you know, you're going to see the strings holding up the Death Star after a while. Right. But when you think about it, though, like when, for example, The Last Starfighter. Yeah, a film where we have interviewed on this program the major cast members of that. Uh, yeah, it's I, it's too bad that. Um, well, actually, we we may be actually posting that soon. East Coast Scott and I had a discussion today about doing a new animated opening for our video product. So that may be a thing. Yeah. Coming soon. But anyway, I remember when that came out, and it's like, and you see the spaceship that's computer generated, and it's like having never really seen it before. It's just like, oh, wow, that looks amazing. That looks so real. But like, now you look at it and go, that doesn't look real at all. So, I mean, you're right. When the new technology comes out, compared to what you've seen in the past, it feels realistic. Yeah. And then as time goes on, you look back and it doesn't seem that way by comparison. Right. We have 4K now. Give it like 10 years when it's like, oh, yeah, you don't have native 40K. The human eye can't what even see the difference. The point? What would even be the point of having something that realistic? No, exactly. But that's what's just—it's that's what's just going. At that for. point, it's fucking then, virtual reality. Do I really want to do that? And no. then you're going to be looking at any video made in early 2000, and it's like, wow, I can count the pixels. <laughs> yeah, like Max Headroom that Scott loves so much. It's a good show. I somebody back me up on this. If you used to watch Max Headroom in the 80s when it was on, not the. Not the commercials that he did for McDonald's, yeah, yeah, the okay. actual TV if, show. If you used to watch, if you used to watch Max Headroom in the eighties, do uh give a uh have your have your um have your medical aid give us a call at 201-730-2547. Now, for some of you who will have those phones, we could have to hit the number like a couple times if you're trying to, you know, Klondike <laughs> five two seven nine. That's right. Um, but yeah, so it, it, so just on the movie, the plot was bad. It had a lot of jump scares, like more than I think a normal Jurassic World movie would have, but it was like, it took way too long to get the characters from the old movie and the characters from the new movies together and blah, blah, blah. And it just, you know, like that's the payoff son, but it it wasn't worth it. Did they resolve and just kill all the dinosaurs or did they just keep him somewhere now? No, I mean, no, it's not. It's by by no means is this. No, a don't spoil ending. it. I, that yeah, would be awful. It, it, I mean, 
it, they can keep making more. Do you and feel it, in fact, resolved? Chris Pratt wants to he he, he wants to uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Jurassic World Universe. He wants to just keep going and telling stories in the Jurassic okay, so, Park universe. Okay, so it's going to be the Too Fast, Too Jurassic Jones yeah. films. Wasn't wasn't too there one going to? Didn't they talk about one of those? crossovers like that that was fast too and fast furious with something else fast and furious in jurassic park it was it did they say that yes oh that they want to do it stupid i'm saying we involve indiana jones in there because you know he's like an archaeologist so like he would love to like fight dinosaurs right <laughs> you know it's funny that you mentioned indiana jones because chris pratt said that uh harrison ford scared him off of yep, taking that was over. a great article so he is not not going to be he's not doing indiana i guess Nope, they had a way easier way to handle that. It was the way that we talked about on this program like a thousand times. Which was? Which was to make him mutt. Yeah. But they didn't do that, right? No. They should have did that. Is he even in the film? Nope, not that I'm aware of. Unless he's being played by another dude. You mean mutt, the character of mutt? Yeah. Mutt, yeah. So they just kind of left that storyline out. It's Scrappy Doo. I mean, we don't really know yet, do we? I think he got the Scrappy Doo treatment. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Speak, let's keep let's let's do our Chris Pratt news while we're on there. Um, he assures us that his uh, Mario voice is not going to be offensive at all. I'm already offended by the idea that he's. <laughs> it's doing a me racism. <laughs> let's go. Let's go find out the Princess of Peach. Okay. Okay, Kev, your turn. Do an Italian accent. Quick, do Lu- Hey, do Lu- it's me, I'm Mario. Do uh, Luigi looking for Mario in Luigi's Mansion. Mario! 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 <laughs> I've never played that game. What? Uh, I'm sorry. I never That's played fine. it either. Yeah. OG played it obsessively when when OG and I were roommates, and I had to hear that over and over and over again. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. Yeah. Yes. Um, they made sequels, which I don't agree with, but the first one's fun. It isn't funny. Now, are you guys familiar with the Hillsong Church? There was a uh, documentary, I think, on, on Netflix about the Hillsong Church. No. And no. It's, it's, it's no one of those. Ever. It's one of those culty churches, sex cult. Religious church, whatever. Oh, we'll brand you, and now you'll kind of like that. Yeah, I never got to watch the 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 Nivium Nixium documentary either. But that documentary is really good, actually. I I wanted to see it, but I didn't get a chance. Anyway, uh, Chris Pratt says he's never been to the Hillsong Church and claims that he's not really a religious person. But like, who's asking him? Hey, have you been to this cult? We know that is not true. Yeah, he is most assuredly a religious person. That aside, for whatever reason, he doesn't want to claim that. I don't blame him. Yeah, that church is... Uh, anyway, for more information, go watch the uh, Hillsong documentary on, uh, on, I think, it's Netflix. All right, let's, uh, let's do other production casting news. Uh, there's, uh, there's some uh, live-action stuff getting ready to come out, or they're going to be working on over at Disney. They're going to do a live-action Lilo and Stitch. Huh. Really? Yeah. And it's I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, they've already got their, their director, so... Really? Are they going to shoot it on this island? I don't know. It takes place on this island. Does it? Is it cool? Yep. Uh-huh. Huh. Who knows? Yeah, See, so- I, I, 
Go ahead. I'll like the film if they do the same opening sequence of like that song and Lilo running like through through the town to go to her hula thing. So that's one of my favorite just scenes in Disney because it's so cute and the song's so fun. But, okay. You know, uh, beyond that, I don't understand why we need a live action Lilo and Stitch, but I will support because, it because, because unless they want money. Yeah. yeah. So so you got uh, Dean Fleischer. Dean Fleischer Camp is the filmmaker that's going to be the director. He's also responsible for uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Have you guys seen the preview for that? No. I've weird seen, thing? Yeah. I've seen bits hey, of no. that, actually. It's weird. So apparently there was like a 30-second, minute-long YouTube video 10 years ago, and it was just like a seashell with googly eyes and little tennis shoes. And now they've made an entire movie. It's an A24 picture, and it just looks weird. Like if yeah. you were super high, you might like it, but I don't know. Yeah, it it fits a super high man. Yeah, it's a twenty four film, right? Um. Anyway, uh, they're also working on a, a live action Aladdin, right? Guy Ritchie went from I'm sorry, a, sec- a sequel? No, no, no. I take that back. No, Guy Ritchie Guy, after a doing live Aladdin, Revenge of Jafar. No, no, he's gonna do a live action Hercules now that he did the live action oh, Aladdin. That should be interesting. Yeah, cue up Chris uh, Hemsworth. Oh, to be no, Hercules? They'll need, they'll need a young muscle. Yeah, it got to be younger, younger than that. And, and but there is some rumors that Bruce Campbell could be do Hades. Zeus. Who? Bruce Campbell as Hades no. is a rumor. Uh, that he's what? As Hades in the Hercules Bruce, movie. Bruce Campbell? Yeah. That would be good. I actually think that would be awesome. Hmm. I mean, they could never get enough Bruce Campbell, right? No. That's a really interesting choice. I just think I'd be surprised if they went with him. I mean, well, he, he just had his tie to Disney. He was in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? That Well, that's true. In a bad cameo. Yeah, but that was just... I mean, is there are there any Raimi pictures he hasn't been in? Has he been in every single one? I think he has. Yeah. Pretty sure. Papa Pizza. What, what were the, what were the uh, rumors that who he was going to be? There were all kind of rumors who he was going to be. There was a rumor he was going to be Mysterio years ago. Well, I think um, he would have been had, had, had they gotten to do the third Raimi picture, right? I don't know. Uh, no, it, it would have been the fourth Raimi picture. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't remember hearing rumors of who he was going to be. This I just knew there'd be a cameo. You know, I didn't see I didn't see Raimi's brother, but I might have missed it. Whatever his brother's name is, I always forget. Oh, Ted, Ted Raimi? Joxer yeah, from, Ted. from, uh, yeah, from uh, uh, Xena, right? That's, that's him. Yeah. It? Yeah. Ted Raimi. Yeah. If you ever watched Hercules and Xena back in the day, uh, Xena Warrior Princess, uh, Ted Raimi played Joxer, comic relief character. And Bruce Campbell was all over those too back in the day. So, I, I mean, those were great shows. I know that was way before you were born, Sandwich, but those were decent shows. Xena uh, much better than Hercules, and as it turns out, uh, that continues to be true. That was the show with the uh, Lucy Lawless, right? Correct. Yes, I know it existed. I just yep. haven't seen it. Uh, so, speaking of the uh, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, cameo, what about uh, have, have you seen the rumor that that was stunt casting for John Krasinski, and he's not actually going to be Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie? That's that's yeah, that's what's going around. Yeah. That that was fan casting, and that he is not going to be Reed. 
And there's a lot of people be like upset about that shit. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I mean, I still feel like, I don't know, my, my whole issue with, I don't know, there's lots of issues with multiverses and this and that, but it's like, I don't get why they would look different if it's the same person. I understand that in one universe, Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man, and in one universe, Gwen Stacy becomes Spider-Gwen, but... And in one Spider universe, it's... He looks like Tobey Maguire, and in one universe, he looks like Tom Holland. So there's a reasonable... Well, no reason. There's an explanation, at the least, of why that is the case. But no, why so would they, they look different? There's no why explanation. Would, that, that's happens. what I'm saying. Why do they look different? Why aren't they the same, you know... Well, in different universes, genes combine in different ways. I mean, I think that that is a convenient way to say that we can tie together movies we've already made with different actors playing the same character. That's exactly correct. But before that, any other representation of alternate universes, they, the, it would be played by the same actor or they would look exactly the same in whatever other medium. Like, this is the first time when you tie... You know, not not into the Spider Verse, but uh, when you when you tie uh, Spider Man No Way Home, that's the first time that they've done that, and it's just to justify the fan service of saying that these are all three the same Spider Man and they're all in the same multiverse, right? That's true. Yeah. So I mean, again, so that's still it bothers me, but yeah, at somewhere down the line, people will go, "Oh yeah, it's always been that way, right? You you can look differently; it's still the same." Because yeah, genes look different in the different universes, timelines are different. That's why Spider-Man in Across the Universe can be old, you know, you know, whatever. Spider-Man was in Across the Universe, not Across the Universe, into the Spider Verse. Because I saw that movie, and I don't recall seeing Spider-Man in it. Who who else was in Across the Universe? Um, what's her name? Evan Rachel Wood. Oh yeah, she's on, on from Westworld, right? Yeah. Although I always want to call her Rachel Evan Wood, but it's, it makes it difficult for me. Um, let's see. Anyway, I think, I think there's a porn star of that name. Oh, so that's she had she had to reverse her name to not infringe on the trademark of the porn star. Something. I think it's something like that. All right. Uh, let's see. Sticking with the the uh, Marvel stuff, the uh, Paul Bettany does think that he that the Vision's going to come back at some point. But now, like, what's the point? Almost. I mean, yeah, without without Scarlet Witch, it'd be interesting. So I, I don't know. But I mean, like, I mean, he's gonna he be white. She's vision. gone. That's true. That's true. Too. Exactly. She's definitely not dead until I see a body. She's not dead. Yeah. Exactly. There, there was a cut scene from uh, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness where uh, Scarlet Witch decapitated uh, Mordo. That, that like it started out the movie and then they decided it was too too much for the beginning. You know, they pro they probably uh were like, all right, is this pushing our rating? Uh a little password. Well, I be? mean, it's Sam Raimi for goodness sake. So, you know, it's Sam Raimi. It's yeah. gonna have some some heads and things exploding. Oh so. yeah, because I mean that whole fight, spoiler alert, where she just massacres the Illuminati. Um they didn't really pull any punches there. I mean, no. I mean, and they, and, he, and she shredded them too. It's not like oh yeah, no. She didn't just I mean, eat them. <laughs> Black Bolt's brain—you literally see it deflate like a balloon. <laughs> and, and I mean, yeah, Mister Fantastic. That was like nightmarish, right? Just he like just you know spaghettified. Yeah, it was it was disgusting. I mean, yeah, very very weird. He just thinned out. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
Have, have you heard about uh, Secret Invasion? What they're now. saying that it's supposed to be the next big thing? I mean, yeah, they're confirming like who's going to be in it. Uh, what's it? Martin Freeman's going to be returning as his his role. That, that I think that's a foregone conclusion that anyone who's ever played a Shield agent is going to be in that movie. Yeah, you know, or a government agent. I think it's a foregone. Con- I think I'm sure Colby Smolders is going to be in there. Yes, sure. Sam Jackson will be in there. I'm sure. Uh, what's his name will be in there. Colson, Clark Gregg. I'm sure he'll be in there. I don't know about that. No, I don't think so. Because because his character. I mean, he's not around anymore. His even, even character in was in Captain Marvel. Yeah, but they're not going to the do. 90s. They're not going to do flashbacks. If it's today, Agents of Shield is over. It's been disavowed as canon. <laughs> And either either right, way, his character his character didn't survive say, the end of that. Are you his character? Did, I didn't see the end, so I you know he didn't make it. True. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Spoiler alert! Yeah, uh, Coulson died. His body got inhabited by something else in the final season, um, but it wasn't Coulson anymore technically. And so yeah, the, there is no more. I, actually, I think that he was in like a life model decoy by the end. I th- so I think that there was a version of Coulson that's like a robot. But I don't. I don't see them. I don't see them tying the Agents of Shield. They've distanced Agents of Shield a lot over the yeah. last couple. Of years. It had an it had Inhumans in it, so they're like, ew, an True. Inhuman. True. And then yeah, what's his name? Of that. What's his name? The actor that played Fitz of Fitzsimmons. He also yeah. said that he wouldn't. He wouldn't come back uh, because Fitzsimmons actually had a happy ending, and he didn't want to jeopardize that by coming back. Did they get together? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they were married for the last couple seasons. Oh, they were. Yeah. Well, actually, I take that back. Like, they get married, and then something causes them to be immediately uh, separated. And then there's time travel involved, and their son from the future is back. And it was not bad, Kev. I swear. Agents of no, S.H.I.E.L.D. Was. wasn't the that bad. The fact you say it's no, not that bad. Based on, your description, that bad. based on your description right now, bad. <laughs> I I enjoyed the characters and the character development through the seasons. I, I liked Yes, and I really like Twister. <laughs> Finger God, lie. I didn't really like it. Oh, um, but yeah. So I, I agree. All the Shield agents are gonna gonna be back, but I don't. I think Agents of Shield has been distanced. It would if they use this opportunity to bring them back, they could fold Agents of Shield back into the continuity, right? Because there's nothing in Agents of Shield that is out of continuity with the MCU other than that you saw the Darkhold and it looked a little different, but it's a magical book, so who cares? So, I mean, the thing is, I have a the secret invasion. Is like, is that supposed to be like a one... Is it a show or a movie? It's a show, right? Yeah. So it's like a one, like a couple, a six-episode adventure and then I guess we just don't talk about it ever again because that's just how the MCU's been lately. It's just it's, like... It's kind of... I'm. Well, I mean, it depends, you know, there's always the possibility that they could, you know, I know they wanted to bring what's her name, Daisy, into canon, mm-hmm. Quake. Mm-hmm. I know Quake. they wanted to bring her into canon at one point. And Clark Gregg has clearly been in canon. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I still think I wouldn't be surprised if Secret Invasion happened. Well, we know it th- happened. So the thing but is, I wouldn't be talk- surprised. Can we talk about Miss Marvel for a second? Not, not yet. We're going to talk about Miss Marvel a little bit later. Later. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll wait. Um, I'm still. I'm still trying to finish. Uh, I finished the boys, but I still haven't been able to finish um, 
Anything else? Umbrella Academy, which is the next thing that I really want to finish. So let's do this. I know I'm going to be going on vacation. I will get Umbrella Academy uh, for the plane rides, and I will, I will be caught up by the next time we do an episode. So not vacation. next week, but the week after. When okay. are you not on vacation? Dude, I, 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 my whole life is, hey, 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 I'm on vacation. My whole life's a vacation. Sorry. Um, all right, let, let's keep talking Marvel, though. They've got... Uh, They've got their director for Captain America 4, Julius Ona. I don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, but again, there's also been lots of discussion that uh, no Chris uh, uh, Evans back for that, right? It's just going to well, that's, be... that's, again, that's, that's kind of going around because Chris Evans has said publicly that he'd like to return to Captain America. So... You know, ultimately, I don't know how that's going to work. I'm also not a huge fan of calling it Captain America 4 because I feel like that's like... Well, they won't. That's a working title, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they're not going to just call it Captain America 4. That would be silly. Well, I mean, yeah, we had... What was the last Captain America? Was that Winter Soldier? Three. Three, Civil War. Civil War. So there was Captain America, Civil War. Then there was Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And so then it will. This will be Captain America. Well, Winter right? Soldier was two, right? But the show was called Captain America and the Winter Soldier, right? Right. So there was Captain America. Captain well, it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier until the end. Oh, you're right. No, it was. I'm sorry. You're right. It was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So it wasn't Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So no. so yeah. So now the next one will be Captain America something. I, I, I'm not against it being. I just feel like number four would mean that it's Chris Evans. You know, no, it's the character of Captain America. And currently the person wearing the mantle is Sam. So right. I just don't think you got to call it four. Sam. I think you should be Captain America, anything else. No, I <laughs> Captain mean, like, America and the anything else. I mean, if, if you were reading Captain America comic books and they, and, and they'd renumber it when Sam started. No, they would not. It is. They renumber it all the time. That's, that's not relevant. Yes, it is. I don't agree. You don't have to. Well, it's I just my agree. opinion. That's, that's the agree. point of the show, isn't it? Don't we express our opinions? Yes. Is that what, the is point that of the what show, we're doing? The point of the show is for Sandwich to have opinions that are wrong and for Kev and Scott to correct him. No. It's not wrong. It's an opinion. It can't be wrong. Thrust. That's not the thrust of the... It's not the thrust. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying it's not the thrust of the program. Just well, correct sandwich. I mean, that would be, I mean, Jesus, that'd be the whole show. Yeah, it would take, we don't have time for that. It's only a two hour show usually. Um, so that director, uh, Julius Ona, he directed the Cloverfield Paradox, uh, is the biggest name that I see on here, and some other, and a few other things, but that's Cloverfield. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and then last thing, uh, while we're talking about Marvel, they are starting to do their reshoots, reshoots for the Marvels. So that'll, you know, they're finishing up on that. And then did you see that the uh, visual effects artists are, uh, like, boycotting Marvel because they have unrealistic expectations and uh, too much stress and deadlines for working I've with seen, I've heard, I've seen that a couple times on the internet. Well, I mean, who's surprised here? Anyone? That apparently, yeah, Marvel works some, like, <laughs> like dogs. Like a cheap whore? Yeah. And you're going to go in there, you're going to make me some... 
<laughs> you're going to make me some laser beams and giant people, and you're going to like it. You know who really worked hard? Those artists that had to draw the color on every frame of the Tron movie back in 1982. Oh that was well, hard were, work. These guys were, today, they're just typing on were, keys. Those were Asians. So, <laughs> listen. You don't think they are now? That's 40 years ago, I Scott. Listen, I understand that was a big deal for you back then. <laughs> but man, yeah, you, when you really look you, at it, though, when you watch the credits, it's just page after page of like 10 names across and just down, down, down the visual effects people. And oh, yeah. All of those people are just getting their driven into the dirt by Marvel. Get it done. No, no more jokes? <laughs> I thought you had a joke there. No, I just don't because I just feel bad because I've heard that like it really is just horrible, which, you know, it's funny because it's the Disney thing, I feel like. Or it's I feel like funny because it's that. true. It's funny because it, it's yeah. true. It, it's just the mouse. It's yeah. this It's this public domain mouse is put f- forcing these horrible hours on everybody. <laughs> I wonder how long it, like once Marvel and DC goes into public domain, that's going to be nuts. With We're Superman, that when soon, Superman comes into the public domain. Are we soon with that? In theory? Like 95 it, years? It's about 95 years. Superman's 85, right? Yeah, shouldn't Captain America be in the public domain too then? That's the case. He came out in the 40s. Oh, that's like, true. Like, right, it was during, right? I guess we have a little time. Yeah. So. That's going to be great when you can have Superman ride on Pooh Bear fighting <laughs> Conan. Who's riding on... Uh, Stop who, saying that Conan Pooh Bear thing, man, before somebody does it and it isn't our logo. It's public domain. They can do it. We can't we fight can't them on them. it. Yeah, but if we do it first, then we can trademark that, you see. <laughs> we can trademark Conan riding Pooh Bear. Yeah, we it's a can. Trademark. trademark is different than copyright. Absolutely. trademark it. Again, if you're a trademark lawyer or a copyright attorney and you would like to reach out to the public domain universe via Geek Stuff TNG, call us on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. All right, can we go to break? I suppose. And with that, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 688. Seven. Is that close? 87. You're off by one. 687. Uh, the one we're calling, what do we decide Kev to call plays it? Fortnite. Kev plays Fortnite. Kev's not playing Fortnite. Ridiculous thing to say. What a silly thing to say. Fuck. You've seen me, you see me play Fortnite sandwich. Is this the face that I use when I'm playing Fortnite? I heard the controller just now. I no, heard it. Did not. You didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. Let's go to break. Video's out. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line 201 730 2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your 
Hmm. Comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line 201 730-2547 and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. What the fuck was that? Your sister has turned into a zombie. Hey gang, this is Bruce Campbell, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Ha ha! Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Go fuck yourself. What the fuck was that? It's the Evil Dead! Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop. Heidi Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the Proton Torpedo Bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. 
You get what 18 scale hangout accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without parm crisp snack mix. Parm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like parm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios. Three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs kept. Does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet. It has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, ParmCrisps.com. It says our original blend of Parm Crips. You can get an everything tub, an original pouch. You can get the ranch snack mix pouch or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. They are, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this, 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention them at checkout and look like a weirdo. (laughs) Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. Oh, I love that new Parm Crisp commercial. It just makes me hungry every time. Oh, yes. For a fantastic Parm Crisps. <laughs> I sure do love Parm Crisps. <laughs> Insert name here. We're just going to get a soundboard sandwich to have him on all of the different ads, and we'll just 
We'll just have him like all kinds of stuff. You just say, say say a lot of brand names. Say you know Parm Crisps, Three Musketeers candy bars, Hershey's Kisses. Just you know just name a bunch of snacks, and we'll do commercials for all of those, and we'll insert you long after you're gone. You know, even though you're doing the sandwich shop in perpetuity, your kids will be getting royalties from the commercials that you're still doing. <laughs> Warms my heart. Warms the cockles of your heart. So um, I think we should just uh, jump into uh, Netflix because there's a lot of Netflix news that we can talk about. We can, we can skip over some of the other ones. Um, now, I still have not watched Stranger Things. Have either of you watched Stranger Things yet? I am getting through it. I'm like halfway through the season. So should we should we try to talk? But you are you all done with uh, Umbrella Academy? I've not touched it. Okay. So what should we try to talk about next week or the next time? We can do Umbrella Academy. Do you want to do Umbrella Academy so that I don't need to watch Stranger Things? I'll try to get Umbrella Academy out of the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Kevin's doing Umbrella Academy already, so it'll just be easier that way. Yeah. Okay. And, and you all know, really honestly. Honestly, for things that I'm excited about, I'm much more excited about Umbrella Academy than Stranger Things, right? And it's been really good what I've seen so far. Okay, so then, so let's let's so let's just kind of go through the Stranger Things news. Um, first of all, uh, Netflix they they say, you know we've heard that they're laying off people that they're that they're having some trouble, but they also said they are not going to give up on their binge uh, system. Like they're going to keep dropping everything all at once. They're not going to do week to week like we get with some of the other streamers. So is that good or, or, or bad? Would you rather have it all come out at once or do you want to have to wait a week? The, the, and the show has so much more staying power when stuff comes out. They even waited. They put out like eight episodes or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and then they put out like three more or two more. So they can't even say we're all about the binge when you did half a binge and then you did the rest later. Well, that's specifically Stranger Things, and I think they just weren't done editing them, right? Like, like they were, I guess so. I mean... Yeah, but, but like, they, they 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 were allowed to put in half of their homework and then give it the rest of us at the end of the day. Um, right, and we're only going to knock a half a later grade off, so it's all right. Yeah, I mean the binge model just it's it's good when it hits because it gets everyone to watch it, and then a week or two later, if you haven't seen it, you're either not going to do it because it's just like ah, I missed the hype, or you know you've seen it already, you know you'll watch it and everyone will already spoiled it for you. Like I already know part of what happened to the end of Stranger Things because they dumped it. So people were like, "Oh my god, did you see this?" This, this? like, dude, stop! Dude, you know the one <laughs> came thing out two days ago. You know the one thing I know about Stranger Things that goddamn song. If only I could make a deal with God. It's been just it is all TikTok all the time. Is that damn? Oh yeah. Uh, is it Kate Bush? That Kate Bush song. I don't know at all how it plays into Stranger Things because I haven't watched it yet. But I've heard that song so many damn times I yeah. can't stand it. They they played a couple times in the show too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> So, um, maybe that should be the outgoing music today. Oh, so you want Goldfinger to be the intro and yeah. the Kate Bush song to be the outro? Yeah, I th- yeah, I think so. Although, I don't know if he's doing Goldfinger for the sandwich shop, you probably should use it for the- oh, the sandwich shop has an opening though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. sandwich shop has, has you, don't its use, own. you don't do you don't use extra music from whatever he's doing in there? No, 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 it's I got its own, it's got a, yeah, it's so got a- yeah, yeah, I think Goldfinger by Shirley Bassey. Uh, would be appropriate. Okay. You have to get through the. It's a long intro though, Scott, and you gotta let it. You gotta let the voice play through a little bit. I. Uh, what do you think about binge, the binge model, uh, Kev? 
It depends. Like sometimes I'm in the mood for the binge model, but other times I'm kind of like, okay, I can I can space these out. Like, would you, you know have I mean? binge? It just depends. Like, there's mm-hmm. things I want to watch, like a back, like like Stranger uh, Things. I I don't think I need to binge Stranger Things. I don't feel a need to binge Stranger Things. You know, mm-hmm. but I do feel the need to like. Uh, you know, I do feel the need to, like, I want to see back-to-back episodes of Umbrella Academy, for example. This yeah. is an example. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 like the, I like the boys model, where it's like, I'll drop three episodes or two episodes, and then we'll do one a week for a while. I don't mind that. So, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of don't mind that like, terribly much either. If, if they're done, yeah. just give them to me, because I'll watch as many as I can. I don't know when I'm going to have time, so there's nothing that's worse than... I don't get a lot of time to watch stuff. Oh, I've got time to watch it, and I can watch five. Oh, and episode six doesn't come out till next week, and I can only watch the first five, and then I might not get time to yeah. watch it again for another couple of weeks. You know? Yeah, but the flip the flip side of that though is is you could just wait a couple of weeks and then watch them all. Yeah, but then you're at the mercy of the spoilers, right? Yeah. And it makes it, it makes it very difficult to oh. avoid spoilers with. with okay, things. that's fair. I, I, you know, so I mean, it is what it is. I don't. I'm just saying, I don't mind the. The binge model. Throw it all out there. Let us watch it when we at our, on our own schedule, uh, because I don't. I'm lucky to get to spend some time watching TV once or twice a week. So I'm gonna if I have time, and, I'm gonna watch as much as I can. And you're really lucky because you don't have to spend time watching a TV that is uh, the tint is broken and slanted blue. Let's not forget that the, the color on my new TV. It's it's worth every penny of the eighteen hundred dollars I had to spend on that TV. Yep, mm-hmm. every penny. Twenty three hundred dollars. I just spent two thousand dollars. <laughs> he should have. He should have spent that much, but his he wouldn't let his wife. I had it all ready to go. I mean, I had it ready to go for his wife. I, to spend I, w- for him. I will say. I will say for Kevin's birthday and Christmas gift, the TV downstairs on my wall is fantastic. I hope Kevin enjoys. Happy birthday and Merry Christmas. There oh, it is. Oh, I see. Buying that TV oh, for it was it, that was a gift to you because you needed it. I see. I yeah. see what we're doing. <laughs> we're blaming me for you and your children not having to have corrective lenses when they're adults. Yeah, we were okay. we just watch our TV with like that. old school 3D glasses on, red and blue to get the That's tint fine. right. I will I'll glad I will I will take that uh that uh I'll take that criticism. I'll wear it like a badge of honor. I saved those children's vision. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, let's see. So the you Russo don't. brothers uh, are supporting uh, the Netflix model, and they say that they don't think that uh, movie theaters are sacred, that basically you can make movies for the small screen, and it's just as good. Uh, the Gray Man is their new thing, right? The Gray Man is the Russo brothers. That trailer looked really good. It's, yeah. They've already greenlit like a... a prequel with uh i think it's chris evans is is, is the character they're going to put in the prequel it's chris right chris evans and gosling isn't it yeah and i th- so i think chris evans's character is, is going to be in the prequel oh how nice yeah and they've already moved on to their their next feature is going to be called electric state uh with millie bobby brown so again the, the netflix family is uh very tight that Gray Man trailer looked really, really good. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be like meh. What's the, what's the premise of the Gray Man? I'm not sure exactly what the premise. It looks like two dudes trying to kill each other, but I'm not exactly sure why. 
Are we still rooting for Gosling or Evans? I think Evans is the bad guy. Oh. Isn't he Which like I also a hitman and everybody's attracted into the role? Yeah, isn't everybody like he's like a main hitman and then all the other hitmen are trying to get him? Isn't that like there's a no, big that's, contract? I think that isn't that Brad Pitt's new movie? Is that Bullet Train? That, that train movie, yeah. That looks pretty good. I like the, the preview of that looks pretty good. I don't know. There's been a couple of previews of that. Yeah. I thought they all looked pretty good. Yeah. So let's see. So Stranger Things, right? There it's it's getting huge, huge viewership, and now that it's done, Umbrella Academy is next. Right? So oh, that's what we're gonna watch. Done. So we're, no but, but I mean it's the Umbrella Academy views are right, now right, increasing right. as as Stranger Things goes out. And it looks like uh Noah Schnapp is discussing Will's sexuality. Looks like uh, in season five he's gonna be uh coming out as gay. That that's at least what this article speculates. So Oh yeah? Yeah. I but mean I think, I think that's what every all the fans think anyway, right? I like mean, that. yeah, I'm watching this show and if you told me he was I'm not it's not me trying to be like disparaging. It's like, yeah, I'd, I'd believe he seems like an awkward kid who's trying to figure out like why am I feeling this way? And and, and he's he's got feelings for his his friend, right? I mean, the other yeah. the other kid. From what it fe- from what it feels like. Once yeah. again, they don't like explicitly say anything like that, but it feels like they're trying to aim it that way that he's got these these confusing feelings. Yeah. So we got uh we'll talk about it when we finally get to watch it, uh, you know, as a group here. Um uh, The Monsters is coming very soon to Netflix, The Rob Zombie Monsters. Is it That trailer was just confusing. Is it funny and goofy like I mean it's not is it's not like a a Rob Zombie hardcore version of the monsters. It's just the goofy version of the monsters. Redone I think in so. Yeah, that kind of surprises I mean, I, me. I, I don't know. The whole that whole thing seems pretty weird. I'm curious to know what that's going to be like at the end of the day. Well, and then there's a we're going to have Wednesday Adams. We got Adams Family updates and the monsters updates both on Netflix. Kind of interesting. <laughs> Now, were you an Adams Family guy or a Munsters guy, Kev? I don't know. I think I was probably the Munsters. I mean, we were kind the of Adams Family. Shows were kind of old. I mean, I like the Adams Family, but yeah. See, I never, I never watched the Adams Family show. I watched the Munsters show when I was a kid, so like, I didn't really know much about well, the Adams Family that's until because the it was new. Yeah, you know. And it was, yeah, it was in black and white. And I'm like, oh, the monsters, let's watch, you know, I'm going to watch that instead. But then, like, when the movies came out with Raul Julia, you know, I mean, I, I didn't really, I didn't have any tie to the Adams Family, so I didn't care about them. Right. I don't know. It's a tough choice. Mm. All right. So I think the big news, we got to talk about this. I think, I think Vicious Smith brought us to this to our attention over in the Discord. Uh, the Resident Evil show on Netflix. Trash, from what I heard. It's trash. Crap. Garbage. It's crap. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix is very hit and miss, I feel like, with these shows. I feel like it's been like one of the best shows of the year. Or, wow, that was bad. <laughs> Getting destroyed by audiences on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> those, those are your options for Netflix shows. Yeah. But Nominated for 30 Emmys or trash. So, I don't know if it's been officially picked up for a season two but it seems like the a major character is slated to appear from the, a major character from the video game right apparently um 
So I, I heard a couple things. I also heard they like kind of I'm not super in touch with the Resident Evil canon. I heard they kind of went off on their own with the like, hey, we're going to take this name Resident Evil, but do our own thing, um, which, you know, has always gone over great with video game movies. Yeah, to that just always take a name. really well. Yeah. Uh, like the Halo show, did the exact same thing. We're just going to take the name and the characters and just do what we want. So I heard Resident Evil did a similar idea. So, you know, people who love Resident Evil probably didn't like it. If you had no concept of what Resident Evil story is about, you might enjoy it a little more. Um, from what I've seen in Discord from our good friend, uh, apparently it was bad. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think you're a good friend of his. I'm just saying we're friendly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I pick up that vibe from the two of you. So, what do you, do you know the character of Ada Wong from the the game? No one knows that character. I mean, that's the character that they're saying is going to make an appearance in season two. One would assume if they have a season two, considering how bad it's getting. I mean, reviewed. yeah, good luck for them. Yeah, you know? so that'll get a season two, but fucking Cowboy Bebop won't. Right. I think that was Vicious Smith's point by putting it on the the Discord that it's not looking. I mean, who makes these decisions? Who makes these decisions? Yeah, and they, they've shut down production on their series called The Chosen One as two act, two actors died in, in an accident and six were injured. So that's not yeah. good. Anybody... That's, uh... It seems like it would be bad. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Here's one for, for uh, Sandwich. Do you know Yuyu Hajusko? Yuyu Hashuko. Pronounce it for me. Yuyu Hashuko. Hashuko, okay. So they're yeah. working on they're so, working on a live action on that one. Yes, for a sandwich point. about it, but me, no. Why would I know? I thought I thought our young sandwich was the anime manga official. That's been around for a long time. Yeah, that's an old. I think it has. I think that ended in like the nineties. And I feel like I may be wrong. I feel like what you call it? Uh, what's the name? Toy Biz. I think did toys from them. That was one of like the last things that they did or something. I so I can't think of a last time. It's a great anime and a manga. Manga. I can't think of the last time the property itself was super relevant and like the forefront of people's eyes. Just because like it's good, but like there's so much stuff out nowadays that's like the older stuff kind of gets pushed back unless you're Dragon Ball Z that you know just lives forever because that's every nerd that's every like nerds every nerd. i tell you sometimes when i've had a long day i'm dragon balls z was that what you were talking about wow yeah, sure you really really reach wow. for that please play the crickets noise please <laughs> okay cricket sound please crickets crickets uh over here thank you thank you um <laughs> do you want me to say it again oh after i've had a long day i've been dragon balls z yeah. That way you got a clean clean version of it. There you go. But uh yeah, I mean Yu Yu Hakusho should be fine, I guess. They're doing a couple so Netflix is doing Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh they did Cowboy Bebop. They did some other ones. There's another one coming out, an anime I'm a huge fan of. One piece is getting a live action version. Hey Sandwich, scoot a little left. Apologies. See, I thought we were gonna have Sandwich's anime corner. That was a thing? Yeah, we talked I mean I mean we I was talking about it. That's why, that's why that's why on I the asked show. him. Like, yeah, you don't listen when we're on the show. That's why I asked him if he'd heard of it. I didn't know that you were familiar with it, Kev. 
Why what, would I not what's be the, familiar? What's the premise? What's the plot? Of Yu Hu Haku show? Yeah. I have no idea. I never watched that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it because I, I feel like one of those companies, I think it was Toy Biz, did toys for it. I think that's the only reason Basically I Basically, like a, a guy dies and he gets powers from it and fights evil. <laughs> Isn't that the standard anime plot? Everything. <laughs> They're all one of them. One of them. That's a blueprint for one of them. Uh, but yeah, basically, fights evil with magic powers he gets because he died. Evil, I told you. A, a way simplified version of it, but it should be fine. Um, I'll say it once, a thousand times. Um, some of the overtopness of anime, I hope it can portray well in live action because some of it's a lot. But... And Cowboy Bebop had none of it, and it still failed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, that was the most tame one they could probably do to start of like, all right, let's try this. Yeah, and it was and it was good. I just don't get it. I mean, I just don't get it. I don't know. Was that fickle fans? Was that Netflix being like, oh, it wasn't the next Umbrella Academy, so fuck it. You know, like I think, I I think it's both. I think the fans had a say in it. I think Netflix had a say in it. You know, people were upset because, you know, like the main female lead is supposed to be like six foot seven, and you know. A, a buxom young lass, and she's like five foot ten and has none of the sass. So you know, it's six foot seven. I never pictured that's her. an exaggeration, but the point is, oh. like you know, things weren't portrayed as they as the head cannons, you know, as how right. I wish they should be. You know, people had problems with um, who's the actor who played Spike? The John Cho. John Cho. People had problems with him being uh Spike what, Asian. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they have problems yeah. with him being Asian. Yeah, no, I'm serious. That's what I saw. Some people said they didn't like that. He was being well, played he by John Cho. Asian? What should he have been? I don't know. I'm not saying I cared. I just said I saw people care. I'm, I'm not racist not. against most people. <laughs> yes, thank you, OG. So uh-huh. we'll see how this anime thing works. Netflix is really trying to push this live action anime. I don't know why. I don't understand the appeal to them. But if they're investing not, the money in it, but they're not going to give it a chance. I mean, that's weird. They they do it, but if they only, I don't know. Well, we'll see if this one. Well, they, gets, I was saying they've season. done a couple, and none of them last long enough for it to matter. Yeah, what they've done there? Full Metal Alchemist, which is a very good anime, didn't last. Well, they're trying to make a second movie, but no one liked the first one. Uh, they well, that, did that was Cowboy a movie, Beep not up. a series. That was a movie, not a series. Uh, they did Cowboy Bebop. Obviously, that didn't work out for them. Um, which is they, stupid. They got One Piece coming up soon, which is like, I've said it before, I'm definitely a fanboy. Like, the best anime of all time, best manga of all time. So if this well, doesn't work, you know. Let's not get crazy. And then, are they doing One Punch Man? Where's One Punch Man going to be? One Punch Man, but that's not Netflix. I think that's, that's Sony somewhere. Okay. Is that, is that be live movie? action? I thought that was animated. I think it's supposed to be live action. One Punch Man? It's an anime, but I think the Stupid. movie you're making is supposed to be live action. Stupid. It's cool. Stupid. It's fun. Stupid. Anyways, that's Sandwiches Anime Corner. Sandwiches Anime Corner, and we will take that and move on into... Geek Stuff. Comic News. Smell that? That's the smell of new comic books. Did you see there's going to be a Weird Al graphic novel? Huh. Will it coincide with the book? I mean, the movie, rather. I don't. It, when is that coming out? Is it done? 
I have no idea. It's done. I just don't know when it's coming out. Yeah, I haven't seen when it's coming out. I don't know that it's coinciding with the movie, or, but it's it's basically just 20 different artists um, interpreting his songs in a graphic novel. So, so is Artistic Amish adaptation. Paradise going to be done by someone? It's supposed to be a story? Yeah. As a story. Yeah. The Illustrated Al, set to arrive late November via Z2 Comics. Z2? Who the hell is Z2 Comics? No one knows. Someone who would be dumb enough to do a Weird Al comic. A Weird Al comic of the illustrations of his songs. Which sound fine. I don't know if the whole graphic novel of it, but fuck it. Yeah. I mean, Al's got a following. It's going to cost $30 for uh, the illustrated Al. $30 price tag on that. Um, Let's see. There's going to be some new uh, horror comics from Archie. Four new Archie horror comics. Does anybody read Archie comics? No. Old people? Are they, are they their own studio? Like, Archie comics is its own, like Marvel comics, yeah. like DC comics, it's its own thing, right? Yep. They're not, a, they don't, they're not owned by anybody. Yeah, Archie comics. So That's what they're owned by. Well, yeah, but I mean, so, I mean, I know when I think of Archie comics, it's, you know, the Archie gang and it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Is there, what, what else is under the Archie label? Casper. Really? No. Um, <laughs> no, it's all the Archie, uh, um, you know, uh, what's her name? Jughead, uh, Jughead. Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, I don't know what else. Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Well, now, yes. Archie yeah. meets Conan, I'm sure, is coming. I mean, there already is, like, Archie meets Dracula, Archie meets Frankenstein, just like just like the Abbott and Costello, right? Those are all out Some there, of those right? were drawn by friend of this program, Fernando Ruiz, professor at the Kubert School. I know he'd want me to say that, so I said it. Yeah, well, these are, like, the they're ch- just more chilling adventures, right? It's, it was the chilling adventures of Sabrina, so now they're, like, Chilean Ventures presents Weirder Mysteries and uh, Slightly Chill Adventures Salem. Of- yeah, slightly less. Yeah, Adventures of Salem. Salem the Cat, I'm assuming. Uh, I guess so. What else? So maybe, it, he's a, maybe he's a new animal now. I don't know. I don't think you can ever do better than Nick Bakai doing the voice of uh, Salem the Cat on the, on the show. But uh, let's see. What else? Now, have you ever heard of. Again, this is where, again, Kev, I'm going to assume that you know who I'm talking about. Do you know who Mark Wade is? And he had like an yeah. evil Superman character called Irredeemable? Yes. So they're going to be bringing that back. What do you know about that? Let's, let's, let's hear it. Uh, I know exactly what you just said. <laughs> is it, it's not part of the, it's not part of the Invincible universe, is it? Am I mixing that up? It seemed now wasn't there? There was a different kind of well, no, yeah. I, when somebody said, "Oh, yeah," there's a great story about basically a, a, an evil Superman. It's called Invincible. That's so. That's the one that I'm thinking of. So this, yeah. Is just, and I thought Irredeemable was also like, a, you know, sort of akin to that story. So it's from Boom no. Studios. Yeah. So I guess I'm wrong about that, but that's what I thought. But again, it's a character like it's just Superman's powers gone bad because it's kind of like what was that movie that was made not that long ago about kind of evil Superboy? 
Um, oh yeah. Um, oh shoot. That was, what's his name? Uh, the, the kid toucher who did X-Men. Brian Singer? Brian Singer. Wasn't that Brian Singer? I don't think so. He's not still working, is he? I think he's still working. I don't know, if I'm being honest. Oh, way down on the Encyclopedia Prepsitica, there's a, an article about somebody talking about Brian Singer's inappropriateness. What? Outrageous to even suggest that Brian Singer would be inappropriate. That's a lie. It's a lie. Brian Singer is an artiste of some caliber. Let's see. No, nothing. See. Nothing. No. I, I mean, you know, I, anything I could say is just going to not be a, a good joke. I was going to mention something about, yeah, he's been hanging out with Roman Polanski lately, just chatting it up, because Roman Polanski's back in the news. Uh, I, I mean... Which seems weird. That why? He, why is he? Ba- is it because he's dead? I mean, because what else could he do? At is this it, point? Did Roman Polanski die? No, that's what I'm asking you. No, I, I think that they're just talking about how they that how he's evaded uh, being in prison Justice? for all this time. Yeah, <laughs> how he's invaded. He, he's evaded. You know that thing called justice. Justice. Anyways, anyways, what do we got next? All right. Last thing uh, in the comics, there's going to be a, a kind of a reboot or a good jumping on point for Red Sonia. Oh. And I think that's also Boom Studios. Is that Boom Studios sandwich? I think Could so. Be. Could be, I, see, I, I see her Could at be. the comic shop. I just never, never picked up a Red Sonia comic. Yeah, I have really no interest in a red-haired... It's Dynamite Comics. Conan. Boom yeah, well, Dynamite. Dynamite had it for a long time, so... So it's it's the 50th anniversary of Red Sonja, and so they're going to be bringing a new series called Unbreakable Red Sonja. Uh, again, uh, she's... Uh, she's unbreakable. Similar to Conan the Barbarian, who's in the public domain, but I don't think Red Sonja... At, at, with the 50th anniversary, she's not quite in the public domain yet. But you also, if you want to, you can pick up a 4K restoration of the Studio Canal film on DVD if you would like. Oh, wow. So, so you know, get the comic books oh. from Dynamite Comics and then watch the fabulous Brigitte 4K. Nielsen. That's right. And who else is in that movie? Sandwich. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, I wanted to see if he knew. Not playing Conan. So, so what? The movie Red Sonja? No, it is Sonya. But, but I mean, shouldn't it have just been Conan and then she was somebody that Conan? Do you know how met? bad do you know how bad Red Sonya was? Sandwich does not have to do a sandwich shop on it. Oh. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Now let me ask you this. Do you who was the who was the villain in Red Sonya? The bad like her nemesis was like a relatively famous actress now that I'm thinking about it. I, I don't remember. Oh, hold on. I I gotta put the show on was hold. It, uh was it Faye Dunaway? No, that was Supergirl, right? Oh, nice. Good pull. Mommy Dearest was the villain. <laughs> did that did that ruin her career cuz she played uh That's what's that's face? what that's what people say. And I don't I don't understand what the problem is. Was there was there like a rapid fan base of of Joan Crawford out there that was like that's it. We're ruining her. We're canceling her because 
Because she said terrible things, you know, because she did a performance. A perfect performance of uh, Joan Crawford, yeah, right? literally perfect performance. So let's ask Sandwich, who's Joan Crawford? Sandwich, comment. Uh, okay, so we can add, we can <laughs> mommy, add dearest? mommy Dearest Jesus. to Sandwich's list. Write that down, Sandwich. Mommy Dearest. Sure. This one you should watch with your girlfriend. Okay. So I thought so. Okay. So the main villain in the movie is the same actress that played Valeria in Conan the Barbarian. So you got Conan and Valeria from Conan the Barbarian in Red Sonia. But do you know who else she was? Do you know that actress? Her name is Sandal Bergman? No. She is a an, a... a a dancer. She was in the chorus line movie. She worked with Bob Fosse a lot. So it's just funny. She was even in uh, All That Jazz and Xanadu. So it's like you see her in these two barbarian movies in the 80s, Xanadu. but then she's also she's also an actress and on Broadway. Uh, so I just thought that was interesting about while we're talking about Red Sonia. I don't think anybody cares. I apologize. Uh, all right, let's let's keep moving on. Um, how about some video game news? What do we got? What is turning fifty this year, Sandwich? What console is turning fifty? I know the answer. The answer is Scott's twentieth birthday. <laughs> I'm celebrating the fiftieth anniversary. Turning fifty. Yeah. What um, gaming console is fifty years old? The Genesis. <laughs> You're close. off by You're very at least close. 10 years. Um, so can old, I act like older I didn't than Genesis? Sheet? Oh, no, then tell us. Oh, the Atari. The Atari. The 2600. Atari. Atari. Atari 2600, yeah. Well, well, why is the 2600? Were the 2599 failures? Yep. And they got the... There was at least like an Atari 1200, right, before that? There was a, it was a random number, I think. Sounded, sounded cool and sciencey. The original, we had one stick and one button, and that's all you got, and you had to play your games with it, and they had eight bits if you were lucky, and we were glad to have it back in my day. <laughs> we were glad to have the eight bits. Eight bits is all we could have. We would count them to make sure that we didn't get gypped. <laughs> you could tell, because you could. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight of them. That's true. What the hell? I only got seven bits in this game. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to save money. bits. That's why they went out of business. They were trying to save and put seven bit games out. We're talking about oh, 4K yeah. resolution. They were putting out seven bit games and people seven had to bits. cancel it. And it took two years to program all seven <laughs> bits. <laughs> so the so wait so the Nintendo sixty four, which had sixty four bits, yeah. Imagine how long that took. <laughs> you can scarcely imagine. I mean, you can't so, even imagine dial up internet access right imagine when your everything that there was was on this little tiny cartridge that had to go in this 2600 you had one stick and one button and that was it so my question is um because i just don't know offhand beyond like pong and like tetris maybe what were the games of atari pac-man it, although it was nowhere near as good as Pac-Man in the arcade, it was the shitty well, home console version. Right, I mean, you know, it, so there were some games that, that had come from 
the arcades and then they had to they did the seriously really down the worst home version ever of it yeah <laughs> um, you can play pac-man at home wow that was kind of it i mean if you look up the commercials that's exactly what you would see wow pac-man in your house it was it was a huge selling point and i can literally remember when it came out when pac-man came out yeah i mean yeah. pac-man didn't come out when the console launched no, but when it came out, it was a big deal. And I remember I would I, when I would come home from school, I was not allowed to play Pac-Man on my Atari until after I did my homework. And while I was doing my homework, my parents were playing and practicing. And so at some point, my parents got to play it more than I did. And, they, and when I actually lost a video game to my father, it was like the worst experience of my life. And I didn't want to play the game anymore. Imagine, imagine Sandwich, if your father came into your room right now and beat you at Fortnite. How mad would you get? Oh, I'd, I'd say he cheated. Exactly. So that's what happened back in the day. Uh, but let's see. So in Atari games, for me, there were games by Activision, like Pitfall was one of my favorite Atari games, or games for the Atari console, but games actually made by Atari. Um, there would be uh, the game Adventure, which was the, the best wow. version of D&D that they could. Do you remember that one, Kev? Wow. No. It, now, I'm as not old enough. as seen in the movie uh, Ready Player One, by the way, that's the one where you can find if you if yes, you go to the secret failure. room, you could find the uh, the first ever Easter egg. That's right, and, and the game was so shitty. You your 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 person was literally a square. Like they couldn't like draw a a a knight or a you know a D and D kind of character. It was a square, and then. The, there was a dragon that was, again, like shitty 8-bit version it wasn't of a dragon. A square. I mean, it was, it was multiple squares in the vague shape oh, of wow. a dragon. And it literally had two positions, mouth closed and mouth open. If, the, if it was and attacking it you, it would go, and it made this horrible sound. There was no music or anything. Just when you would touch things, uh, you would, so your sword was literally an arrow. Like it was a, a, a line and then two other lines to be a sword. And if you picked up the sword, you could then stab the dragon and then the dragon would go, Boo! and it had its third shape. It was just a, I don't know why, Riveting. when you compare because, it to any you didn't have now, anything else. Because there was nothing else. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Back in my day, all we had was, the, if, you, if you consider, I remember once when we went back to visit my family in the country and the children would literally catch a beetle and tie a string to its leg and then let it fly around on the string. And that was their entertainment because they had nothing more to do out in the country. So this is the video game equivalent of that from Atari 50 years ago. Now, see, did you Atari get bought bug? at some point? I don't you know what happens bugs? to the company Atari. What? Why did you torture bugs? I didn't. These kids, I wouldn't touch a bug. I was too... These kids? Yeah, the, the kids, the other children, when I was visiting family back in the country and i'm like i'm not gonna touch a bug that's disgusting so anyway but yeah so i played i played the shit out of my atari i was uh i would call myself at the time i was a video game addict i spent every quarter i had i went down to the arcade i mean that was all i did was play video games and at some point i made the decision not to get a new video game console and to stop playing video games because i just wasted so much time on it and so i re I relapsed a little bit when I played WoW for a couple of years, but the same thing. It just takes up all of your time, and I just stopped doing it. 
not I'm not saying there's anything wrong with video games, but to me it just felt like it uses up too much of my time and there's not enough of a I'm not getting return on investment. I'd rather if I have that time to sit around, I'd rather watch a show so it's like at least I'm getting kind of new story content. Like the playing of the video game just doesn't really do anything for me anymore. Did you know uh what company was a former subsidiary of Atari? I mean, it's not Activision, right? It's Chuck E. Cheese. Oh yeah, because they because yeah, the arcade. That I knew. It's interesting. Chuck E. Cheese was a former subsidiary of Atari because the one of the co-founders made it. No, Activision was what you call it. That was an independent company making games for Atari and better games than Atari was R- making. Right. All the Activision games were way better than the Atari games. That is true. Yes, it is. So, let's see. How about Ubisoft? What does Ubisoft do? They do lots of fun games. And they're, from what I've seen in this article, shutting a lot of old servers they've been running that I didn't know were still going. Like for what? Like Assassin's Creed games that came out when I was like 12 and we were in middle school, Kev. Oh. Wow, really old. Yeah. So they just shut down a bunch of old servers, which I almost feel bad that... uh some of those old servers were still around and I didn't know. <laughs> you would have still been playing them? I would have enjoyed like a night of like, hey guys, take whatever old console you have in your attic, dust it off, hook it up, make sure it still works. Let's play this one game one more time. Hey, can then- we talk? Can we talk about the fact, Sandwich, something a little bit closer to home that Red Dead got squashed this week? So so is that official? Like yeah. that is done? That is official. It is done. So <laughs> Going to that, I don't understand how a game didn't that game come out literally no joke when it 20 like a minute ago? Yeah, yeah, it did. And Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto came out when I was when we were in high school, right? So, like, they're still making Grand Theft Auto content every like monthly, well, almost apparently, monthly. it's very popular. So I don't get why Red Dead didn't have that appeal to them. I don't why they didn't want to invest in it. I, I wonder really if the player know. base wasn't as rich. I mean, the player base. I mean, the player base was. I thought the player base was there. I mean, you know, I I don't know. What do I know? I don't know shit about this stuff. I feel like maybe GTA has just a bigger appeal because you know it's a horse versus <laughs> well, a flying car. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, it's that kind of bullshit. I agree. Yeah. It's probably I, I can take my motorcycle, jump it off a cliff, get a parachute, go into my tank, fly to my military base, and shoot someone with a laser rocket. Yeah. I mean or I can get on my horse and go spend twenty minutes getting to another to place <laughs> to make moonshine. So it's unfortunate. Because Grand Theft Auto the, the not Red Dead Redemption, the first one. The online had a good amount of staying power. Oh my god, while. it was it was amazing. And we, you know, and and me and and cousin Dave and E Rock and all the other 150 people that played that game with us, you know, that was we had a solid community there and we played all the damn time. I think the problem that Red Dead had online at least, it was a big map with no way to get across it fast. Well, that's true. So I think that made it for some experiences where it's like, oh, look, the next person is three towns away, but three towns away takes 20 minutes to get there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't hate that about the game. 
No, it was nice for like the solidarity really cool. of letting you like be alone. Yeah, and and but let's GTA not even is very good about part of it. But the you know the idea that there was some realism to the yeah. game. Yeah, you know GTA, I mean? you get butted up against everybody. If you're in the city, you're within ten seconds from anyone else in the city. Yeah. And there was no, or less. There's no like warp. Yeah. You don't get on your horse and then hit autopilot and it just advances you there. It, you can autopilot, but you go at horse speed, like in-game horse speed, which you could just do by yourself. So like, so you, like World of Warcraft had like little warp stations where you could do that, right? So you didn't have to wait, right? Yeah. I, uh, as long as, as far as I know, I don't think the fast, because they had fast travel in the single player mode. I don't think the fast travel worked online, oh, okay. lest I'm wrong. I think you have to just manually get on your horse and or steal a cart and just go. You know, where in Grand Theft Auto, they have a big map. You can loop that map in 20 minutes. And Grand Th- and Red Dead, if you want to loop the map, it's going to take a couple hours. That might be an exaggeration, but you know what I mean. No, but you, yeah, but there was something to that that was really satisfying because... It's the old damn West. Oh, yeah. I think the map needed to be smaller for online. No, I think more people needed to be in there and they needed to do content as frequently as they did content for everything else. Yeah, maybe. What do I know? Well, what about the opposite of that? Uh, going from Red Dead to Fallout, right? Going from the old West to the distant future? Is, is it distant future or just post-apocalyptic future? Fa- no, not even. Fallout's like what happens and like, all right, what if we go somewhere else in the world and just really fucked up shit happens? So but, like there was one that was in like literally Montana with a bunch of like religious cultists essentially. And the most recent one was essentially like chilly, but really fucked up. They just like to do that. Find somewhere. It's exotic. You'll get great shots and then there'll be some fucked up <laughs> religious thing or something. And, and they're working on a TV show right now, right? Yes, and I don't know what they're. Ti- I don't photos. know if it's tied. To, is it tied to anything? Does it say, or is it just like generically Far Cry? Uh, it's just showing Far like Cry? Fallout, T- uh, like the Super Duper Mart, oh, right? Fallout's Fallout the one where, or where, Far Cry? Fallout. Fallout. I think you said Far Cry. Yeah, no, Fallout's where it's it Fallout. Kinda, it yes, my apologies. Like it's the 50s, I misspoke. Right? Fallout is yeah, like fifties post-apocalyptic aesthetic of like. You know, they'll play old-timey music, but it's the future in the post-apocalypse. So, like, there was Fallout New Vegas. It's aesthetic. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's that's, the, that's Nuka-Cola and all that good, good stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. And Nuka-Cola and Pitbull. It, 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 kind of it, it is kind of a space 50s sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's new images of the of the sets and, like, Super Duper Mart and all of that. That would be cool. Um, I... I, I like the idea of it because it's the fun because I say fun like Walking Dead is cool in some way because after you deal with like the zombie part of the Walking Dead for a couple seasons, I do like the concept of like just man versus man, essentially, which I feel like is what Fallout really is at the end of the day. Like, yeah, there's like outside elements, but it's just like, hey, trying to survive in the world after everything got blown up with nukes, you know, and it is kind of a Wild West aesthetic, too. Because there's a lot of empty space. To, to an extent, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I just, I love the aesthetic. I mean, I could, I mean, I I never took to the gameplay, but mm. the aesthetic of it was 
I thought was brilliant. It also makes for excellent cosplays. Yep. Maybe I'll see some of those this week at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Maybe. Ooh, the loopy. All right. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's do that. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Do I have a convention spoiler? I don't think I have a convention one. Um, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's move on to uh, conventions as we as we wind down this episode. Um, I am going to be at San Diego Comic Con tomorrow. Is today Tuesday. Yep. Tomorrow's wow. preview night. I have uh, a badge for the entire convention. I will probably only get to be there on preview night. Unfortunately, that's just the way Wait. that goes. Basically, I just have so much stuff going on that I don't know that I'll be able to go. I'm, I'm going out of town on Sunday. So uh, next week's show, we'll probably have some a little bit of content from uh, Comic-Con, but then the week after, we'll be able to really talk about all the news from Comic-Con. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but have anyway. they said what like spoilers they're going to run yet? Like what trailers are coming out? Nope. Isn't there supposed to be... Are they doing this? I feel like some show is get or movies... In the MCU or DC is getting a trailer this uh, upcoming Comic Con. I haven't really heard much about what's going. You know, the one thing I did hear about that's going to happen at this Comic Con on what? Sunday: major motion picture film and action star Sam Jones, star of Flash Gordon, will be there at the Entertainment Earth booth signing <laughs> autographs. Friend of this program. Friend of this program. Do you want to remind uh, the longtime listeners what? Uh, what no, came about? Uh, do I? Yeah, no. let's talk about it. It was so well, fun. Let them become Patreons. They can listen to the old episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, and then they can find out. Oh, so it's a secret. All right. Um, let's see. I also I went to a, the Board Game Con, S-Con, that happens every six months uh, down here in North San Diego County. Um, I was only able to go one day of that as well. I normally go all three days. We got to play some board games. It was nice. It was fun. Hang out with some people. What Why are you only able to go... To San Diego for one day because childcare is a issue, and uh, oh. I have to work, and then I'm going out of town on Saturday night. So yeah, but uh, you I'm know, gonna miss are Sunday they uh, are they mandating uh, vaccinations for all attendees? Yeah, I, well, I don't know if it's vaccinations or uh, a, test. A, a, a test, but I mean. I've got my vaccine, so I, I I know that you have to do something, and they're probably requiring masks, but I haven't really looked into the, yeah. um, you know. My, my plan is to head down there Wednesday night and check out preview night. Usually the good thing about preview night is it's not as crowded, and you can kind of, you can take in the whole floor, but I don't know that I'll get to really see any of the panels or any of that good stuff, and I won't get to see all the cosplay and stuff. Do you want me to pick up mm. some Parm Crisps while I'm there, Kev? Oh, look, some wonderful Parm Crisps. That reminds me of that Simpsons episode where they go to Camp Krusty <laughs> and Krusty is introducing the, the person and it's like, and now for my good friend, Mr. Black. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <sighs> uh, so anyway, if uh, if you are attending San Diego Comic Con or if you have any information about the con that you would like to share with us, if you got and a chance to go, would like to win one hundred dollars. Just find Scott at the con. <laughs> well, you won't have a lot of Say. chance to do that. <laughs> Say, so good luck. I got you. What is it? It's the oh, the phrase what, that pays. Yeah. What was that? What was the radio contest? What did you use to? Who did you have to capture? What was his name? What was the character? I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, it was a it was a New York. It, no, probably not just New York City. It was a 
the fugitive. You have to catch the fugitive from whatever radio station and say the phrase that pays. If you find the if you find the geek stuff TNG fugitive, say the phrase that pays. What's the phrase that pays for the geek stuff TNG? Oh my god, I don't the know. GVM line. <laughs> say the GVM number. Say the GVM number. Honestly, if you walked up to me and said it, I wouldn't know if it was accurate or not. I'd have to look at I'd have to look at the prep sheet. You'd be like, who is this lunatic and what is he saying to me right now? That was like the numbers. The, what do they mean? So do I need to carry lollipops? Wasn't that didn't that used to be a thing? That you was free a free lollipop yeah, at, at, the, at the tattoo thing. shop. That was definitely a thing. So anyway, if you're going to be at uh, Comic-Con, yes, yeah, stop, stop and say hi to me. And uh, But if you want to call and let us know about your experiences at San Diego or any other con, there's lots of things going on. Just like I just said, I went to a board gaming convention and played a few games. Let us know. Call us out on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can send us an email. You can tag us on the social medias. You know, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to see all the information out there. Uh, tag us. Share like and follow the show, leave reviews for the show. Those are all great things that help out. And so do all of those things. Yes. Yeah. Do I think all of them. Do do the things. Do the things. Yes. So do we want to do let's do one more story before we wrap up this program. Ooh. And it has to do with Kev's favorite favorite company in the whole world. Oh boy. I, I won't even play the intro. What can you get at Hasbro now? And how excited are you? Well, the answer is not Reva's lightsaber. <laughs> that is true. Because that puppy failed. As discussed on last episode, Public Domainiverse. But on this episode, we're talking about Hasbro will now 3D print your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm totally doing that. Onto its action figures. Didn't you already do it? I know OG did it for sure. Because I remember OG, seeing. OG and I did it. That was years ago, though, wasn't it? That was. I was probably the first time that they had ever uh, maybe attempted this nonsense. Um, but OG got his, but I never got mine. He was on Iron Man, and I was on Captain America. Big surprise. Big oh. reveal. Also, you, it I, never, I never got mine, but OG got his. Yeah, I mean, I definitely remember seeing OGs on on you know Twitter instagram somewhere so oh yeah he has it's like right on his desk so no he ain't hiding it yeah i'm, I'm sure you paid a pretty penny back in the day too no that was a no that was that toy fair was free oh no shit oh that's yeah, awesome it was totally free yeah and that had to be the infancy that had to be the infancy of that program because i i i don't even remember like i don't even remember the name of the company although when they announced this new company it kind of sounded familiar and to be honest it wasn't that great it was good you know but the ones that they're doing now the ones that they're using to promote this new this new thing they look really good I mean, so i'm kind of i'm kind of jazzed about getting them you know and you can do ghostbusters i think and gi joe and I'm not sure if you can do Marvel. Oh, I guess you could do Marvel. I forget. They said they said there's a bunch that you can do, um, and Star Wars inspired, but no one seems to know what that is because it's not a Star Wars character. I don't think so. It won't be a specific character. It'll just look like it's in the universe. You generically as a, as a Jedi and or yeah, other. something like that. Yeah, but I'm I'm I mean they're sixty bucks a pop. I'm definitely doing at least one. I'll probably do a couple. 
Because how cool is that? I mean, we, I don't know if they come carded or not. Yeah. That would also be cool, I think. We, but the, we, the fun thing is going to be in like, you know, 30 years when I'm going to my attic and my kid's like, Dad, how come you have these action figures with this guy's face on it? That's Uncle Kevin. That's why we have a golden toilet. Yeah, we keep that. We keep that from when he died. Wow, you guys are so fucking funny. <laughs> it's only funny games until it happens. Sandwich. Stop. Yeah, huh? Not so funny now, is it? <laughs> no, I just wanted one joke. We we're gonna move on. I hear, I hear the wrap-up music, guys. Uh, oh, there's uh, the wrap-up music. All right. Of the first show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's do social let's do the social medias. Well wait, before we do that, I do think we need to get three of those figures. One with Kev's face, one with Sandwich's face, one with my face, and then that's the new face of the show. The little figures with our well, faces. We need to coordinate on it. if we're getting the same property or not. Oh, I think it should be three different properties. I'm sure it would be. I just there's think a- we should we should just get all of them uh, from all the properties. <laughs> and just set them up. Well, oh, well, that that well, wouldn't be horribly well, expensive. Add that to the list for the Begathon. Uh, I'm starting just saying, soon. you know, I'm not just saying. It doesn't have to happen. I'm saying it could. That's all. If you want to support the show, getting our faces on action figures from Hasbro, go on over to Patreon.com/slash/GeekStuffTNG. Support the I'm show sure, for. A- I'm sure that is literally on the, the top of everyone's list. Yeah. How can I support these three jerk bags? <laughs> getting their face we have we have some wonderful patreons that support the show and have many for many years and we really appreciate it and uh, i know at least two listeners who will support it they're my grandmothers (laughs) that's true (laughs) hi (laughs) so sandwich why don't you share your social medias you can find me on instagram and Fortnite at fat dumbledore f-a-t-d-o-m-b-l-e-d-o-r-e you can find me uh, at Big Kev GS on Fortnite. Not right now. I don't know what's I don't know what the horn's for in this case, but you can find me there. And uh, you can find me at BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And you can find me at Kenobi. Hello there. Got it. Got it. I knew you were going to do it. I, I changed it back to the right mix because I knew you were going to try to screw me. <laughs> Are we just yelling out things now <laughs> at this point? Firefly. Oh, he don't have that one set up. Big my love. <laughs> oh. Look a little. Look a little. Ugh. I need more. I need more. You need a dedicated song. You need a dedicated board. That's what you need. I do. I need more board. I love this thing though. It is fun. It is really it is really good. You can't take sky from me. Now I gotta decide what I'm gonna do because there's the greatest show that was cancelled ever. Yeah, but now there's now there's like the music from that show and the wrap-up music going at the same time i don't know if that i don't know how we're gonna work that I have to fade one in and fade gotta, one out you gotta pause that wrap-up music because the bit comes first that's right oh boy so much work in the editing in this program uh, if you want to congratulate true. me on my editing and you know help me not break my arm patting myself on the back you can find me on instagram and twitter at pi day scott um and uh with that i'll turn it back over to our uh, the talent to end the show
And with that, we will end this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 687. I get it right? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one we're calling, the one we're not calling Kev Kev plays plays Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, We're not calling it that, but whatever we end up calling it, uh, we'll end it the way we end some uh, shows by saying. Good night, Gregory Itzen. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>